What's up, Internet? My name is David Webb. I'm Arielle Edwards. We get nerdy nightly. <laughs> and we thought we'd share it with you. <laughs> I love that I've been doing that dumb intro to our podcast and now this show for, what, like five months? Yeah. And you still laugh at it almost every time. Because it just always goes on longer than I expected to, and I'm like... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like... But you don't talk next, so you, 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 you can wait until David Webb. Like, you're like... That's true. That's true. I can just tune it out. <laughs> I can just go on autopilot. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Nightly Morning Show here on twitch.tv slash nerdy nightly. If you're catching this later on our YouTube or podcast feed, we film this live, live in front of a not studio audience every weekday, Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Uh, so if you want to join us for the live taping, please consider coming over is a fun time. <laughs> hey, hey, it's great. It's great. Yeah. We have a lot of fun. How are you feeling today? Um, good. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to be back back in and working um, yesterday was a bit of a interesting show you know, i didn't you, watch it what happened didn't. well no. it was it was interesting there was there was news um but um there was not a lot of opinions on the news um mm -hmm. and uh, i cried um wait you cried yeah yeah from what uh, Ron's a very funny guy oh from laughter yeah I was like did Ron Burgundy make you cry like no, that, no. like was he mean to you no did he come no. on our show and be mean to you no that'd be that'd be tragic uh yeah y'all if you missed yesterday's show Ron Burgundy was here that was wild I've heard yes people kept messaging me be being like David why did you go for a walk like you should be sitting on the couch there should be all three of you it would have been it would have been great yeah no there was just you know this walk was very important mm-hmm yeah mm-hmm mm-hmm this walk that I definitely was allowed to go on because uh, we're definitely not in quarantine. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yeah, yesterday was yesterday was a long day. We were on Twitch a lot. You streamed, I streamed, we all streamed for ice cream. <laughs> we had ice cream, yes. <laughs> we did have ice cream. <laughs> oh God, I did not like that. Um, yeah, it was a long day. That was a, that was a solid like sea level joke. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I be or be or or above. I Are make you, you laugh, mm -hmm. and then you say you don't like it, and that is that is our dynamic. Is I make you laugh, yeah. and then you're like, <laughs> I didn't like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm like living up to my brand, you know. I didn't. Okay, I like don't. It. I, I don't do that, but that's fine. I didn't like it. Are you done? Yeah. Um, Y'all, uh, we are, We before we get into the news, we do want to tell you that uh, we hit our sub goal last month. Yay! Yeah. Uh, between the two channels, we raised 200 subs. Yeah. We actually raised significantly more than that because y'all are mad lads. But yep. the 200 goal meant that we are going to be doing a Twitch Sings before Twitch Sings goes away forever. Yep. Uh, yeah. What when is that going to be? So we've scheduled that for next Sunday. December 13th. The, the, okay. The 13th? Mm -hmm. Um, I think we're going to aim for a, like, four o'clock start. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so that it's earlier for some people, and then it's on a weekend for people that, like, work in the same time zone as us. Um, yeah, so we're trying to make sure that as many people can attend it as possible. Yeah, so no Star um, Wars Sunday. We will be doing a Twitch Sings instead. Yeah, but we can definitely, like, sing The Saga Begins. <laughs> for, like, Is that on? 
No, but American Pie is. So you oh, can so you just... could just do the lyrics. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's... All right. Well, I'm going to leave that one to you because you can learn that. I already um, know it. I don't need to learn it. Uh, but I hope that you guys will join us for that. It's going to be a fun stream. I'm excited to do a Twitch thing. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to spend hours trying to figure out what audio settings are going to work for that. So that is my life at some point in the next two weeks. That's, yeah, that's true. We have to download that. It's <laughs> oh, going to be... Right. We have to download it. Yeah. I need to go through that list and make sure that I know enough songs. Uh, yeah, it'll be fine. I mean, Twitch Sings is honestly just, just chatting with, like, songs in between, you know? Does, does Twitch Sings have the lyrics on your screen? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. That'll make things easier. Yeah, yeah. It's like there's a lot of there's a lot of songs that I can sing, I just don't know all the words. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I know. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. Dark Dispatch wants us to sing the Star Wars Imperial March. Um, I don't know if that's on Twitch Sing. I doubt it because it's not. A, it's there's no lyrics or yeah. vocal part. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess it's not. Yeah, that that's a DMCA right there. That is, if anything is a DMCA, that is. It, you were that. you were saying yesterday um, that you were going through your vods, and you found out that you had been DMCA or you've been muted. Your vods yeah. have been muted. Yeah. In, in a weird spot. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> yeah, I was going through my VODs yesterday because we're putting together, like, the Twitch clip compilation. I do know that song, Shin, so... Oh, Bring Me to Life by Evanescence? Uh, that's yeah. a bop. It's a bop. Um, yeah, I'm going through my VODs, and I noticed that a bunch of them were muted. And it was, like, audio portion muted or something, and I was like, what? And I clicked on it. And, um, unfortunately, the beginning of a lot of my VODs mm -hmm. um, and stuff where I say hello and like greet everybody is muted because I have Skyrim running in the background mm -hmm. and the Skyrim song is playing because the game is open. Yeah, who would have thought that the Skyrim song would be like not, like that Skyrim of all things would be a DMCA strike? Yeah. Yeah, you would think that the Skyrim music is not going to be a that, problem. That, but, super, uh, that super creative song. Where it goes, huh, huh. yeah, that that's that's the one. They nailed it. They nailed it. It's um, great. I'm kidding. The, the Skyrim song is iconic. I totally get that. It's just so weird to me that that is the one of the things that's getting the game's music that's getting pulled. Yeah, yeah. yeah like especially because like like it, it's not like it's not like it's cyberpunk that like they use a like real world like radio song mm -hmm. that's in the game. It's literally the theme song of the game. Well, I wonder, but because uh, we were talking about the DMCA stuff, and we were, we were talking about how um, in a past show, the sometimes games don't make their own music; they license songs out. Mm -hmm. So they find um, a song that is they they find someone who's like made a song that sounds right for the world, and they just license that. Yeah. So I almost wonder if the Skyrim theme wasn't made in house, but it was like brought in because they were like, "That's the sound we need." Maybe. Like, I don't, I just don't know. I, I, it's just very curious to me that that song seems to trigger the DMCAs. Yeah. But the, it also makes me think that, like, what if Twitch is just auto-muting anything that sounds like music? Yeah. Cause then, I, which I don't really understand. There's no reason in having VODs, Twitch. Yeah. Like, Delete just them. get rid of just them. Just get rid of them. Let us, let us, let, uh, let Twitch streamers give us the option to record them, which we already have. Yeah. But, like, delete the VODs. There's no reason to have them... Yeah. Yeah, it's very confusing. I don't... I, like, I was kind of, like, disappointed, but whatever. I don't think... I don't know if people will go back and watch my VODs anyway, so it's not, like, a huge deal. It yeah. was just kind of, like, frustrating to see. Um, but we did get an email from Twitch the other day 
that they have a new program in beta mm-hmm. um, for music that you can stream. Yeah. Um, so they've compiled a like curated library um, of songs mm-hmm. that can be used, um, and you will avoid DMCA strikes. Maybe. Maybe. Here's the thing that I read about that, mm-hmm. is that the RIAA, the Recording Industry Artist Alliance, I think, I keep mm-hmm. saying that that's what that means, and I don't, I, I'm not 100% sure, I'm pretty sure it's that. Yeah. Um, the ones who are pulling all these DMCA strikes on Twitch, um, they've come out and said that not all the songs on that list are properly licensed yet, so Great. that's why it is in beta, because it is not yet correct. Great, I love that. Well done, Twitch. Yeah. You nailed it. Um, but before we get off the subject of Twitch and we talk about the news, I do want to say, um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the, big one thing that I think that Twitch could really fix, mm-hmm. uh, in a big way mm-hmm. is the clips. Clips, uh, clips right now yeah. are a vital part of streaming. Mm-hmm. They really are. Like y- y- growing without clips would be a lot harder. Mm-hmm. However, my clips page is a mess. Yeah. It is a mess. Yeah. Finding anything in the clips page is awful yeah and so there's a reason that like no one goes to watch people's clips and it's because it's like we have to like almost curate our clips ourselves yeah so uh, what seems to happen is like sometimes somebody will maybe accidentally clip the clip button and it'll just clip a random 30 seconds of the stream literally literally like like, (laughs) what like the number of clips i have of like um that i've deleted that are just like my be right back's screen yeah um is is so bizarre yeah like it's really really weird uh for me like what i would love to see twitch implement Mm -hmm. if if i if i could um and like part of this is kind of just like doing what youtube does a little bit Mm -hmm. but i would love to see twitch implement some sort of way for the streamer to be able to put clips into folders yeah so that like if you go to a streamer you could like have like if you go to a streamer's clip page it would be essentially instead of just being a list of clips it would be like folders that are like uh, emotional moments uh, funny yeah, moments happens. jump scares um <laughs> thank you for the biddies <laughs> and you streaming um that way like if someone wants to come see my clips they could find what they're looking for because right yeah. now the clips don't really have the, the clips page doesn't have any way for it to be a user experience. Yeah, right now it's just there and there's no effort put in. And, you know, like Twitch and YouTube, for example, are direct competitors. Mm-hmm. And if Twitch wants to compete, it needs to step up their game. Because, yeah. you know, like there's just, there are things that YouTube does better. And I think that like, like, we love Twitch. Yeah, we, we do. We do. But, like, you know... We're on it every day of the week. Yeah. But there's things that, like, like can be done to improve and make the experience better for, like, streamers mm-hmm. and viewers alike. And I think that definitely fixing the clips portion of the website is one of them. Well, I think, I, I think if Twitch wants to get through this whole DMCA crisis, one of the other things that needs to happen is they need to make discoverability and an option on this platform. Yeah. Um, and just having that one little recommended on the side of the homepage isn't enough. Yeah, it's and tough. It hardly does anything. Like, I have had, like, over, like, I, over a year of streaming, I have had, like, a very small handful of people who are like, I saw you on the recommendeds. Mm-hmm. Like, very, very minimal. My favorite is um, when people pop in and the first thing they say is, hey, why are you on my recommended? And I'm like, I don't... I don't know. I don't know. I didn't pay to be there. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, 
why are you on my recommended? Yeah. That's, what did, what did yeah. you do to get on my recommended page? You're like, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't understand how Twitch works. Like, <laughs> no one does. I don't, I don't think Twitch knows how Twitch works. We're all figuring it out together. This is true. This is true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, y'all. Uh, let's get into some news, shall we? Let's do it. Let's do it. You guys, we have a title story today that almost brought me to tears. I almost teared up over this. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, and it's just, be, it's just because the you were having. Yeah. But it is official. Wonder Woman 1984 tickets are actually on sale. Yeah. They're on sale right now. You can go and you can buy tickets to a movie that is coming out. Yes. And I, I just, it's been a long year. Yes. It has been a long, been a really long decade. year. And I have been missing I've been missing going to the theater. For me, going to the theater is my, like, alone time often. It's my therapy in a way. Yeah. Uh, when I'm having a bad day, I my thing to do is to go watch a movie by myself in the theater, get some popcorn, just sit down and relax. Yeah. Um, and to not have had that for so long has been really, really... It's been weird. Uh, it's been really, really weird. Yeah. Um, and uh, so just seeing that this has come back, uh, and that it is going to be there, you know, and we're going to be there. Whatever we have to do to go see Wonder Woman, we're going to we'll make We'll drive an hour and a half out of the city. Well, yeah, because we're probably going to have to go to Barry or something like that. But, yeah. Um, Wait, what day is it coming out again? Christmas it Day. It is actually coming out on Christmas. Uh, Wonder Woman and Monster Hunter are both coming out on Christmas Day. And uh, one of those movies is going to make some money. And one of those movies is hopefully going to make some money. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. I have a feeling Monster Hunter is going to do really well overseas. Yeah. I don't know about here. No. But, um, but they'll definitely make some money. Yeah. I think yeah. I think the Monster Hunter is going to be bolstered by the fact that the the, the games really do have a following internationally. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe Monster Hunter World turned things around for them in Canada, the United States. Yeah. But I'm not sure yet. Yeah. I mean, I uh, chat can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that Monster Hunter World was fairly popular when it came out. Like, people really enjoyed it. Um, and so maybe that's enough for them to, to get yeah. butts in seats. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm hopeful for both films cause they're both franchises that I love. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm very excited for this Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be very, um, long awaited. Yes. Yes, it is. But, uh, Warner Brothers is saying that they are, well, not Warner Brothers officially, but, um, the sources in Warner Brothers, according to a variety of outlets, mm-hmm. are saying that Warner Brothers knows they're going to lose money on this. They know well, they're Wonder losing Woman. money on Wonder Woman, but they feel like if they keep pushing it back, the movie, by the time it'll come out, will feel stale. Yeah. And so even if they wait until movie theaters are open, they, they're not guaranteed to have a successful launch that way. Yeah. So why not boost HBO Max and put it out into their service and yeah. hope to get a bunch of new subscribers. Yep, I totally understand that. Um, I, like, yeah, if you if you wait too long for something, there's just other things instead. Like, humans don't have very long attention spans, I, I mm-hmm. have found, you know? Yeah. Like, if it keeps getting pushed back, there's going to be a new thing that's going to take that spot in your brain and Wonder Woman's going to be like that, oh yeah, thing. Well, it's kind of tough, right? Because there's a point where they can't put out any more promotional material. Yeah. Because at this point, we're already seeing they're trying not to put out any new shots of the movie to not spoil anything. Yeah. But they also want to put out new promotional material because it's it's hard. It is hard to not 
be promoting their film, but they've kind of, they've given us so many trailers, so many TV spots for so many different release dates that they've backed themselves into this very odd corner. Yeah. Um, and they are, it, it, it didn't really, they don't have a lot of runway, I yeah. guess, uh, to promote left. Yeah. So they're, they're, I get it. If I was them, I'd be like, let's put this out. We'll make money on the next one. Yeah. Let's just get this out on Christmas. We'll be the movie that brought Christmas spirit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we'll, we'll market it as the, like, hope of the future of the box office returning. Well, and we're definitely going to go see it on Christmas. Oh, yeah. Like, we're we're still doing our morning show. Maybe and not then... on Christmas. Maybe Christmas Eve. If it's, if we can. Right. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. But we'll, we'll see it. Or we'll see it the day after Christmas. Whatever. It's really, let's be honest. We say that, but we don't know. We don't know what's going to be open. That's true. Because honestly, there might not be a way for us to see it close to us. So we will do our best to see the movie. Yeah. We'll just go for like a four hour drive. No, we'll do, drive five hours to Montreal. To Montreal. <laughs> and go see it in French. Yeah. Ah, bonjour, Mrs. Wonder Woman. I can't. No. Are, are movies, are movies in Quebec and Canadian French, do they do a different dub than the French French? Because that would be hilarious. I, I would no love idea. to see like a Canadian French dub of Finding Nemo. Of Finding <clears throat> Nemo. It's the only movie I've seen in French recently. Okay. Yeah. I was on a bus and uh, <gasps> Finding Nemo was on in French. I don't remember why. I don't yeah. know why either. Yeah. I, I was like, this was when I was in school and I was still living in Canada. So weird. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Interesting. It was great. Finding Nemo, still mm -hmm. good in French. Mm -hmm. They do a good enough... They, they The thing about the Pixar movies is they do such a good job visually that you don't really need the dialogue to know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Mm. Padam Siam said, uh, you are ostensibly a news channel. Could you get a press pass and watch it December 23rd? We're not, I don't think we're big enough yet, Padam Siam, but the goal is one day. one day to be able to get stuff like that, that for Nerdy Nickel. Yeah, that, that is that is the long-term goal, but we need, <clears throat> yeah, I think we need to build up a bit more of a yeah. reputation first. Absolutely. And we will. And we will, because we are doing this every day. Yes. Whether whether by by being a good show or by being the show that does it the most, we're gonna get there. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna know us. We're gonna make an impression. Uh, speaking of Gal Gadot uh, from Wonder Woman, uh, she is going to be starring in a new movie. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah, I don't actually have the name off the top of my head. Um, <clears throat> but it is her new film that is going to be her female. Uh, take on a James Bond film starring Gal Gadot. Uh, I believe it is called, oh my gosh, where is it? <laughs> I had it here. I had it prepared, you guys, and then it wasn't. And then it wasn't. Heart of Stone. Oh. Heart of Stone is the new... Uh, Heart of Stone. Yes, yes. That is a song from the musical Six, which should be on Broadway, but there, there is no Broadway. Um... <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Um, uh, Heart of Stone is the new uh, uh, female uh, concept James Bond series. Uh, cool. The first movie will star Gal Gadot. She'll probably star in all of them, if we're being honest. Yeah. Um, she's great. She is. She's. She's great. Mm -hmm. She really is great. Yeah. She's great. She's great. <laughs> um. How do you How do you feel about a like about taking the spy mm -hmm. genre? And uh, giving it to Gal Gadot. What do you think that she brings to a spy film? Um, I think... Thank you. <laughs> I think that Gal Gadot right now is such um, like a powerful icon and symbol. Like, you, like, mm -hmm. like, like 
female badass empowerment, you know, like yeah. she, she really kind of represents that right now. And so having her at the forefront of this movie and this kind of take on James Bond, is that what it's described as? Um, I mean, it's essentially, it's, it's essentially like if, uh, if Mission Impossible or James Bond had a female lead. Like, how would that cool, change cool, cool. the franchise? Yeah, I think uh, I think she's a fantastic choice for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that yeah. a lot of times when they try and do this, because there are a lot of female-led spy thrillers, yeah. um, but they tend to lean into um, aspects of, like... I'm trying to think of, like, the right way to say this, but, like, sometimes it leans into a weird aspect of her femininity. Yes. And, like, oh, it's a sexy person being a spy... And I'm hoping that this doesn't try and go down that same road. Um, yeah. I, I'm hoping that there's kind of a stronger backbone to the film. Yeah. Because, um, you know, like, um, what was that movie? Um, um, I can't remember what it's called. But there, there are, like, female-led spy movies. And I just want, mm-hmm. I want it to be, I want her to be, I have more agency and, like, more control of her own narrative. Right. Than the kind of, like... I, I just don't need any jokes of like, oh my god, I was beat by a lady, or like any of that kind of stuff that we yeah. see in films like this, where you're like, yeah, no, she's she's a she's a spy. Like yeah. we don't need to talk, we don't need to constantly talk about the fact that she's a woman. Yeah, yeah, I think <clears throat> that like, yeah, I think it would be nice just to have her do all the things mm-hmm. that like you know um, Daniel Craig does, and it just be yeah. It just be what it is, and no one feels need to, like, comment on it, or... Although, I guarantee you, guarantee you, there's going to be a bunch of bullcrap on Twitter afterwards. After this movie comes out, there's gonna be a bunch of, like, dude bros on Twitter being like, she's too skinny to have the strength to be able to pull off that move. I guarantee it. It's gonna happen. Yeah. And I'm gonna read that comment and be like, un- uh, ban, unfollow, like... <laughs> What mute, whatever it is, yeah, so that like, I never I see her name again. I don't need this shit, you know. Like I just like let's move on. Uh, Cappy Archer says unpopular opinion. I liked Salt. That is an unpopular opinion. I didn't see it. It's a Angelina Jolie movie. Yeah. That is good in parts. Okay. There's there's good parts to Salt. Okay. Mostly Angelina Jolie, like she can carry a movie. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. For sure, for sure. Um, I, uh, I'm excited because I think. I think that Gal Gadot right now is the perfect choice mm-hmm. to like spearhead something like this, and right now she also has the clout to, um, uh, like she has the clout on set, um, and I think the right mindset as well to push this in a direction that that we're hoping for. Mm-hmm. That like, um, what am I trying to say? Like, th- like they're not gonna have. That like oh it's it's a woman vibe like yeah, she's yeah, just gonna yeah. be like no 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 this is like this is what it is I feel like she is the perfect person for that absolutely right absolutely yeah yeah um all right y'all uh, we I have this is kind of a a funny story sort of but it's also kind of not a funny story because oh, a lot dear. of people got scammed out of a lot of money. Um, police in Manchester, England, this is per The Hollywood Reporter, uh, police in Manchester, England have arrested 41-year-old Hargobind Tahil Ramani, allegedly responsible for a long-running scam in which he impersonated Hollywood notables, including Kathleen Kennedy and Wendy Murdoch, and built would-be creatives out of, creatives out of hundreds of thousands of dollars. What's really wonderful about this is this, this 41-year-old Indonesian man, Ran a, a scam where he would convince people that he was like a powerful Hollywood producer, 
and he would get them to come to Indonesia and spend money that he said he was going to reimburse them for, and then he, he would never reimburse them. So basically, he was, like, running this scam where he would be like, all right, right, once you get there, just just pay the cab driver. Um, and then, so, like, people would go and thinking they're going to meet Kathleen Kennedy to make a movie in Indonesia, and then the movie wouldn't be there. They would just, like, end up there and have spent all this money to get there. But the weird part of the story is he only impersonated women. Oh. So people called him, like, the con queen of Hollywood and stuff like that. But it, this dude, like, he impersonated Amy Pascal, uh, who's the head of Sony. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy, who's obviously the head of um, Lucasfilm. Um, uh, as well as um, just uh, just only women. He just pretended to be... <laughs> it's, it's, it's so bizarre. It's such a bizarre story. He finally got caught. Um, Wild. On November 26th, he was... Um, Arrested, yeah. Uh, but his his he was the so-called con queen of Hollywood. And it turned out to be this 41-year-old Indonesian man living in Manchester, England. What? <laughs> but, like, it, <clears throat> my question is, how do you convince people that you are Kathleen Kennedy? I don't Without know. a phone call. Like, we're at a point now where everything is done over FaceTime. Yeah. Like, what what meeting are you having via a freaking email that convinces you to go to Indonesia and spend money? And, like, does he get any money out of this? Or he yeah, just... hundreds of thousands of dollars because he set up all the things that they paid for. And so they got to Indonesia, overpaid for things, and that all went to him. Oh, I thought he was just, like, doing it to, like, put in money into, like, the Indonesian, like... No, no, no. He was literally, he literally was like setting people up to give him money, their money, claiming that they were going to be reimbursed for all of it. And then there was no reimbursement at the end. There was also no project. I mean, yeah, (laughs) that sounds ridiculous. I don't know what could possibly convince me to go to Indonesia Mm -hmm. without Mm. like a phone call. At least. Where you sound like Kathleen Kennedy. Like, these women that he's impersonating are super famous. Yeah. Like, like super duper famous. You... <laughs> it's just so wild. I need to know. Like, I need to know how mm. he did it. I... You know what? Like, there are people... And, like, this is just an honest thing about our industry. There are people who are so desperate to get their thing made, they'll do it. They'll try anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's Kathleen fair. Kennedy wants me to come to Indonesia to make my movie. I guess I'm headed to Indonesia. Yeah, artists are artists are hungry. You know, but True. it's just the fact that he managed to make hundreds of thousands of dollars off of this scam is wild. It's absurd. Um, Dirna in the chat says you wouldn't even talk to those women. You'd have meetings with their assistants well before them. Yeah. Yes. Like I'm sorry, Kathleen Kennedy is gonna like call you up or send you an email. Like no, no, no. It's gonna be like her personal assistant's assistant's assistant. You oh know what I mean? God. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just not... You would... I'm going to be very honest with you. They're not going to fly you anywhere until you talk to at least an executive producer. Yeah. yeah They're yeah. not going to fly you to Indonesia. And I. And here's another... If anyone is about to fall into one of these scams, I'm going to let you know this right now. Don't do it. No company making movies is ever going to ask you to pay for your own travel. Because no. they legally cannot... It violates the yeah. union agreements that make these films happen. None of them yeah. are going to ask you to fly yourself anywhere. Yeah. Because that would be... Uh, maybe that's just the actors' unions. I don't know if the other... I, I know the DJ as well. The Directors Guild has the same rules. Like, you, no one's going to make you fly yourself. Right. So right. don't... 
don't do it. If, if someone emails you and says, hey, I need you to fly to Indonesia to come make a movie for Disney. Don't. Don't buy a do ticket. It. Like, don't do it. I feel bad because I feel like I'm making fun of people for getting, like, taken. And, like, maybe it was more convincing than that. I just, but well, that's the thing. I want to know what it was. It's so funny. And, like, here's the thing. Like, were they union people or non-union people? Like, I have no idea. Like, were they, like, yeah? Well, but it was a bunch of, of people. Union? Here's the thing. Like, like, he clearly he clearly had a system that worked. Because it was, this isn't, like, one time he convinced someone. He convinced yeah. a bunch of people to come to Indonesia and spend a lot of their own money to make a movie for Disney. Or Sony. That's absurd. <laughs> uh, it's It's so good. It's so good. I, there's a part of me that kind of wishes that he hadn't been caught and that we would just never have known who this this illustrious con queen was. You know what I mean? Just for the story. But oh now... Oh, God. Someone's <clears> going to make <throat> a movie about him. I can't wait. I'm there day one. Are you kidding me? This movie's yeah. going to be wild. Yeah, I need to know. It's going to be like Tiger King, just in a different way. Like, you're just going to be like, What? Like, um, Dark Dispatch in the chat is saying that social media gives people the illusion they can interact with celebs easily. Like, bear in mind, Lou Diamond Phillips follows me and tag me on tweets. So I kind of say people can be deluded. The, the difference is on social media, they're verified. Yeah, like, you, yeah, you, you get verified if you have that level of celebrity status. Mm -hmm. You know, like, um, and maybe some people don't know that. Maybe, maybe some people don't know that. Maybe, yeah. I feel like I feel like a series would be good. Re four twenty says I can't wait for the Netflix series on him. You could do a good series. Like there's some good like some Indonesian good actors there. right now. Better get writing. Oh, nah, that's not my story to tell. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I want let's let's find some Indonesian writers. You know what I mean? Let's let's because I want I want that authentic Indonesia in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I want to hire the people who know that world. Yeah. And are gonna tell it right. Yeah. Um, plot twist, they did have Zoom calls. He was just that good of an actor. <laughs> He's like a professional makeup artist. <laughs> I just love the idea of this 41-year-old Indonesian man sitting in a makeup chair with a team of people turning him into Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he like did it himself and he made like a TikTok of it, you know? Like <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I love it. I love oh it. It's God. like a full Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> He's got a rubber mask. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I buy it. I buy oh it. My God. Guys, this is the movie. This, this is, is the TV This series. is the movie. It, yes. That's not what happened in real life. Muddles Party says they he went full Eddie Murphy on them. Exactly, Muddles. That is so funny. That is what I need in my life. Give this man an Oscar. Yeah. I don't care if that's not what actually happened. That's what I want the TV show to be. Yeah. Yeah, this is what I needed in my life. Oh my god. Just like this like brown this like middle-aged brown man impersonating a bunch of white women to scam writers out of money. Oh god. It would be Amazing. such a funny. I mean, I would watch it hands down. Hello there. <laughs> my name is Kathleen Kennedy. Oh my god. Oh. Uh yeah, I need that in my life. That I mean it's oh, that god, is unfortunate so for those people, but it is definitely funny. The best part is that movie would probably win like best makeup at the Oscars. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um for sure. Muddles Forty, I want to hire him for voice work when he's out of prison. <laughs> exactly. Um Wargame just says, "Well, when someone makes an offer, how many of us do research, get resumes and referrals like we should?" Work, uh, find someone, a third party that has had a positive experience. Wargamester, that's me. A, that is me 100%. I don't yeah. do anything 
without talking to someone being like, hey, do you know this person? Yeah, especially, like, for, like, my modeling and stuff. Yeah, oh, like, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's a big part of what we do. And, you know, I, I understand that's not the case for everybody. But, but I also do that because I've been screwed over a few times. Yeah. In my acting career. Like, I've been in a couple of situations where I messed up. Oh. Well, where I, like, took jobs that, like, were bad. Yeah. Like they, like I, I've worked for some creatives yeah. in the business that were like trying to take advantage of me or trying to like take my money or, and like, I've always, I've never gotten in so far as to like actually lose money on any of it mm-hmm. or like, to, uh, you know, and I've, wa- I've walked away from stuff midstream, but I've definitely like almost midstream. been scammed a lot. Yeah. Um, I, <clears throat> um, I actually was like hired to do this like short film mm-hmm. um, and I didn't do it because what happened was we got like closer and closer to the date and they kept changing things on me. Originally it was in Toronto and this was the case and then it was like two hours from Toronto and then I like I have to get myself there and then like the date changed and then the script changed and suddenly I had like a nude shower scene with another lady and I was like that's not how this works yeah. like nope it was the day before and I was like nope and it's just interesting because they were probably like, mm, actors canceling and being all like, Mer-. and I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> that is something that you have to disclose. I don't get naked for free. It, like. Like, I don't under, I don't understand why that's complicated for people to understand. Like, yeah. if you are not going to pay anything, yeah. there's no nudity in your project. Or, or you have to put it in the casting call. No, you can't try no, no, to no, no, hide no. it. If you're not going to pay anything, I mean, yeah. there's no nudity in your project. I know, but some people the, still try. N- I, I'm sorry, but like if th- that is that is a hard rule in our industry, and if you break that rule, you suck. Yeah, if a lot you're of people paying break that rule. Zero dollars, there is zero nudity in the project. Yeah. That uh, you yeah. Yeah. Stop trying to take advantage of women. It's it was just like wild. <laughs> it. it was That's... I was like, how did this go from like it was like in the casting call? It was like there will be a kissing scene, and I was like, fine, whatever. And then oh, it sure, yeah. like evolved into a naked shower scene with another lady, and I was like. What is this And then you show up film? on set and it's like you're you're just suddenly in a porno and you're like, what happened? Was, yeah, literally. Like This like, escalated um, quickly. Yeah. This got out of hand fast. Yeah. Like I was supposed to be to playing like... Ron Burgundy. A, I was supposed to be playing a serial killer. So I was excited at first. I was like, <laughs> cool, this is going to be like a fun role. The idea of you as a serial killer is so funny to me. <laughs> Thanks. I'm an actor, okay? Best quote, zero dollars, zero nudity. It's true. That's a nerdy nightly promise. <laughs> wow. You heard it here, folks. I want a shirt now that says zero dollars, zero nudity. We'll put that on our merch store. We'll put that on the merch store later today. Oh my God, that's so funny. Thank you, Rebel. I'd be the best because you would not suspect me in the slightest. <laughs> yeah, but like... One of the things about being a serial killer is that you have to move bodies. Uh-huh. Your point? Exactly. Um, I work out, okay? Glad to know Clarence has an outlet for her murdery, stabby tendencies. She does like to stab me. What? Well, those nails are so long. I'm sorry. Like, she put these these press-ons that are just, they're aggressive. B. I like aggressive. that. Aggressive. B. B. Aggressive. Um. <laughs> I like them. They're fun. Okay, all right, next news story is a doozy because how many streaming services are there? 17. No. 
There's a billion. 47. There's infinite. There are infinite streaming services, but there's about to be one more because Discovery, you know Discovery, that channel that you like sometimes watched occasionally late at night because nothing else was on? Like Discovery, like where they show animals and stuff? Yes. Discovery Plus is coming to the streaming service catalog. You can get Discovery Plus for $5 a month or $7 if you don't want ads. You can pay $5 a month for Discovery Plus and still get ads to to watch, like, aquarium feeds, I guess? I don't really know. Aquarium feeds? I mean, is, um, is, um, Steve Irwin on Discovery? Is that... Steve Irwin has not been alive no no i know I'm, but i'm sure they rerun his stuff constantly i don't he's I don't an know. icon okay he's an icon oh i, I just thought yeah okay. no did he work for discovery or was it am i just completely getting that wrong um he might have had stuff on discovery but he wasn't he didn't he wasn't an american mm. he, he was making stuff in australia so okay uh sense. muddle sort in the chat says he thinks that was animal planet which might be owned by discovery i don't know i don't really know i'm i'm just i'm confused <laughs> i'm just confused like well, especially because they have stuff like this on Netflix, like Planet Earth. Well, and there's 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 stuff like this on um, Disney has the National Geographic, but that's it's true. part of Disney Plus. Yeah, that's you know true. what I mean. Like it's not its own service. I just I don't know who's gonna be paying for this. Yeah, I I don't really know how they're gonna be making money. Who is I like I is. watch so much Discovery content that but it I is worth it to me to pay specifically for that. It's it's it. There's too many streaming services. Yep. There's already too many. Yeah. And this is a dumb one. Yeah. This is a dumb streaming service. Bundle it with something else. If you want to do this, get together with other people and get a bunch of streaming services yep. that are bundled together for something. Um, but, <laughs> like, don't don't try and make Discovery Plus a thing. I mean, yeah, here's the it's thing. It's not going to be a thing, Gretchen. <laughs> if Discovery... Like, if they were like, let's partner with Netflix, let's partner with HBO, like, whatever it is, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, they just get, like, a small cut of it, and they, like, they don't have to worry about any of the logistics. I just really don't know how mm -hmm. much money they're going to make. Re20 would do it, apparently, would sign up for it. You would sign up for Discovery Plus Re20? It's just... All right. It's just, like, I just, I can find their content on, like, the other platforms that I already have. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I wouldn't, but I, there must be some, that like, there's obviously people out there who would, or otherwise they wouldn't be doing this. What's really interesting to me is that Discovery owns the History Channel. And we were talking about how, did we talk about it yesterday? But um, Vikings is heading into its final season. We oh, might not yeah. have talked about that. Yes, um, if you're a Vikings yeah. fan, uh, the, the trailer for the final season just premiered. But Vikings isn't going to be on this because Vikings is now a net or is now on Amazon Prime property. Yeah. The, so like the one the one original series that Discovery kind of owned is not going to be on this streaming service because it's on Amazon Prime and yeah. the sequel to Vikings which should essentially be on Discovery Plus won't be there cuz that's going to be on Netflix. Netflix. But Discovery had now has a streaming service for history. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's very confusing. I feel I feel insane. Like I feel insane. Yeah. And honestly, like, th there is not enough money in people's bank accounts. Because we're not Jeff Bezos. We're regular people. And I don't have money mm -hmm. to spend $5 a month on every single channel. Like, we're literally past the point of cable now. Mm -hmm. In order to get what you used to get on cable, you have to have, you have to spend infinitely more. Partially because HBO is so expensive. HBO mm -hmm. Max is $15. But Netflix, for like a normal Netflix plan, uh, if you don't have, if you have a bunch of screens, it's going to be $13, $14. Like... 
It just doesn't, it's, none of this makes sense to me anymore. Yeah, that you can only ask for people to pay for so many monthly subscriptions. Mm -hmm. I mean, Raven says that they would also um, get Discovery Plus. Um, like, uh, and so, you know, obviously there are people who, who would like to sign up for it. It's definitely not yeah. our thing, I don't think. It's just, there's, there, like, you are asking people to sign up for too many things. Um, I think people would sign up for it and then cancel when they realize they don't really, like, I don't know how much content you're actually going to consume from this kind of streaming service. Yeah, yeah. I would I would like to see, like, what's on there specifically. the difference between a streaming service and a channel on television is you stroll, you can, like, find stuff on TV. Like, sometimes you'll end up on the Discovery Channel because you're just, like, on the guide and you're like, oh, that show yeah. looks good. I'll watch that right now. Yeah. A streaming service is something that you have to choose to go to. Yeah. To find stuff on it. Like, yeah. you're never streaming through all of the content on all your streaming services at the same time because it's it's just not possible. You can't even stream through all of Netflix at once. Yeah. Like, scrolling, th scrolling through Netflix is the most, like, it's the most anxiety-riddling rid experience. Yeah, there's, like, too, there's just too much. I only open Netflix if I already know what I want to watch. Yeah, exactly. Um, Derna says it'll eventually settle down and the channels will fail to earn. And we already saw that with Quibi, you know. Oh, like Quibi well, already, yeah. Quibi like, DC Universe is yeah. gone. Um, the, oh, they're 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 gonna fail, Darna. The thing, my question is, everyone knows that a bunch of these are going to fail, yeah. and that they're going to lose a crap ton of money in yeah. failing because the startup costs are insanely high. Yeah. So a lot of these companies are setting themselves up to lose money. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like they're just like, let's pour millions of dollars into something. And then let's never see a return on that investment. Yeah. And a bunch of us are going to lose our jobs for well, it. Well, how much did Quibi, like, start? How much did Quibi Billions. invest? Like, yeah, yeah like, yeah, yeah. so much money is... I think that raised $2 billion. If I, I We talked about that so long. I know, I we talked exactly. about it, and I, I just, I don't even remember. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm the same, though. Like, I have to, like... I open up Netflix most of the time if I already know what I'm going to watch. And if I open up Netflix and I don't already know what I'm going to watch, I usually end up closing Netflix and not watching anything because I get overwhelmed. Do you want to know what's funny? Uh, one of the original things for the show is going to be uh, a show with Kevin Hart called Route 66. It will be a road trip from... series that will take the comedian from Chicago to LA. So he's going to take a, it's going to be a road trip series. What's hilarious about that is Kevin Hart is in all of these streaming services. Yeah. Like, Kevin Hart is on every streaming service except Disney+, Plus, yeah. including Quibi. Quibi uh, Kevin Hart had um, Die Hart, which was a series on Quibi. Like, I feel like Kevin Hart is willing to do anything. Yeah. Um, He's like, I'm for, bored. For, I need to work. For good reason. Kevin Hart is hilarious. Like, oh, yeah. I love him. We watched his comedy special, um, his new uh, Kevin uh, comedy special, and it was great. Um, I really enjoyed uh, Zero Fs Given. Yeah. Um... Hey, I didn't swear. You did. Um, I'm proud of you. And so, but like, I, I, I love the idea that Kevin Hart having a show on your streaming service is a uh, sign that it's not going to go well. Um, wow. Kevin Hart's going to be fine. Discovery Plus, I just... Yeah, I, I think it is a niche market. I don't know if they're going to make money, but, I, you know, we're going to see. Oh, although, uh, unlike a lot of streaming services, Discovery Plus will be doing um, uh, 25 countries in its first year, including the Nordics. Which I don't think is a country, uh, Hollywood Reporter. Um, the Nordics? Yeah, they just wrote, including the Nordics. I've never heard them called the Nordics. If I were to guess, I would think that was, like, the Netherlands, but... 
I is no. Am I? I think that no, means like a group of countries. The Nordics, the Netherlands. Yeah. I, what are? Does anyone know what the Nordics are? Because I don't. The sentence says the service has already begun rolling out to subscribers in the UK and Ireland. Uh, the Discovery Plus will launch in twenty-five countries within its first year, including the Nordics, the Netherlands, Italy, and Spain. Is that Sweden, Norway, and Finland? Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay, okay. I've just never heard it called the Nordics. Yeah, me neither. It's... We learned something. That's an interesting name for it. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, Y'all, we have some interesting COVID-19 news today. Yes. Um, So, uh, companies are going to have to... uh, There's been a new agreement with film production companies and the unions around the holidays in particular. Because there is a big concern that actors going home for the holidays is going to lead to an uptick in COVID cases on sets. Mm -hmm. And so producers are going to have to submit plans to the unions um, for how they're going to handle this holiday uptick uh, and how they're going to handle testing. And so in order to stay filming, uh, the unions are pressuring the producers of these films to up up their testing... Uh, and you have to have a plan. So every film production that is going to keep going with union actors, writers, directors, producers, everything like that, mm-hmm. is going to have to have a plan in place for how they're going to make sure that COVID-19 does not come back to set with them for uh, Christmas. Gotcha. Uh, they did a smaller version of this for the Thanksgiving holiday that seems to have been a success because it has not yet, obviously, it, it could still be coming. No, for sure, but, but it's a good start but there has not yet been an uptick on uh, in COVID-19 cases on film sets yeah um but there is uh the they're extending that for Christmas and their plans have to be in place by uh, the end of next week mm-hmm. uh in order to make sure that we are staying safe with uh film production that film production can continue despite the pandemic and the rising number of pandemic numbers in the United States um I loved seen this article when I woke mm-hmm. up. I really did. Mm-hmm. I think that it is such a vital, um, active step. And I think that yes. we need to be seeing more active steps in prevention. And I'm happy to see that the unions are taking this seriously. Absolutely. Uh, I think it, it sets a good example mm-hmm. for what other companies, other, like, um, for, for what everyone else should be doing. Um, cause you can't like, <laughs> you can't just like, Hope and pray. Mm-hmm. Like, having a plan, I think, is a really awesome, um, like, like I think those preventative measures are going to make all the difference in mm-hmm. the world. Well, and one big part of the plan is that the companies have to produce realistic numbers about what tests are available to them yeah. and how many of those tests are available. Right. And so they, it, it, these companies are going to be in a position where they have to make sure that they have enough tests before it happens yeah. as opposed to scrambling after Christmas to make sure. Yeah. Uh, and so we're taking two weeks before people come back from their Christmas holidays, they're already going to have enough testing and everything in place so that we're not, there's no scramble because the problem, the, this happens a lot coming back from the Christmas break is everything kind of starts shooting usually like the first week of January at the same time. Yeah. And so what happens is there's this big scramble. In New York City, you see it every year. There's this big scramble for equipment and everything. Yeah. Um, as people try and all start filming at the same time. Yeah. Um, and it's it's kind of a week of a mess before everything kind of settles down to what people are used to. And so I'm, I'm just... The, the fact that there are people that are in charge of these things... Uh, as a SAG-AFTRA member, I'm, I'm really happy to see SAG-AFTRA uh, 
messing up some other stuff, um, but leading uh, the charge on this. Uh, we talked about uh, the fact that SAG-AFTRA actors are suing the health insurance uh, from the union yesterday. But yeah. just, just knowing that there are people taking this seriously and continuing to take this seriously, uh, despite the fact that some people seem to be bored of taking it seriously. Um, yeah, people seem to be over it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's nice for you. Yeah. Like, but that's not how science works. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm over this whole gravity thing. Guys, guys, I'm so tired of having to eat. Like, I think I'm just gonna stop eating. I'm just gonna absorb the sunlight. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm over, like, energy producing, like, a human. I'm gonna become a plant and photosynthesize. But the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell! (laughs) Um, I'm just gonna become a breatharian. Great. Great. You can have us back. (laughs) 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 I'm kidding, I love you. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, no, I, it's honestly, it is good. It's just a good yeah. story of people doing the right thing yeah. in the right direction mm-hmm. and taking care of the people who work under them. Because here's the thing, for a lot of the people who work on these films, the mm-hmm. gaffers, the, the crew guys uh, and women and uh, non-binary people, um, I, everyone in front of the camera and behind the camera, for the majority of them, they're not in control. No, like no, they're at the behest of what the producers want to do. Yeah. And so it is good to see that the producers are being held to account to make sure that their health and safety is taken care of. Absolutely. And I, I just want to keep saying that. I, I want to keep pushing out these positive stories. I want to keep talking about the things where companies are doing the right thing to make sure that this pandemic doesn't hit home in our industry. Yes. Because um, it's important to me, especially for those people who aren't making millions of dollars to be on set. Who are making... Yeah. Oh, some some of those PAs don't even make minimum wage to work on movie sets and they need to be taken care of and protected and yep. I want to make sure that no one ends up in a life-threatening situation because they were making a movie yep absolutely um, you know yeah and that's just that's that's my thought no it is a nice like is a nice um it, like it's a it's a positive like a little bit of positivity which is nice mm-hmm. surrounding mm-hmm. the whole pandemic in video game news, uh, we're big Dungeons & Dragons fans. Yes. Uh, and there is a big Dungeons & Dragons game coming out soon, Baldur's Gate 3. But you're like, David, Baldur's Gate 3, that's already out. People are playing it. No. No, no, no. It is an wow. early access. Mm-hmm. It is an early access edition of the game. And their big patch number three is coming. Yes. Um, however, it's not all good news. Well, it is good news for the game. It's good news for the game. But it's complicated news for the players. Yes. Because patch 3 is such a drastic update to the game before its release mm-hmm. that your save files from patch 1 and 2 will not carry forward. Yeah. So no matter how many hours you've put into the game so far, in order to continue playing past the patch, uh, if you do download the patch, you are going to lose your game up until this point. Yeah. And some people have put hundreds of hours into this game so far. Yeah. I mean, the early access has been out for a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I've, I've heard mixed things, but a lot of, like, positive and hopeful Mm -hmm. thoughts, you know, there are things that, like, haven't worked, um, obviously, it's beta, it's not Mm -hmm. fully released, but, um, you know, like, the the, the idea and the concept of the game is really exciting for people, Mm -hmm. um, so I just, uh, I don't know, that, that sucks, because, yeah, there are definitely people out there who have put a lot of time into this game already. Yeah, I think that we, when we were like, you know, I want to play this, but, like, let's wait until it comes out. This is kind of what I was talking about. Like, yeah, I'm very glad. I'm glad. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 Muddles yeah. is the game that we're talking about. Um, some of the other patches, uh, one of them is funny. It's um, to it, it's to tamp down the, the fire uh, and the fire effects in the game. Because oh. apparently, we, we were playing Divinity 2. Yeah. And I was like, my character in Divinity 2 is just always on fire. 
Yeah. I'm just... Every time a fight starts, everything is admittedly lit... At least someone lights the entire world on fire in every fight. Yeah. Um, and so it's nice to see a Dungeons & Dragons game get rid of that. Yeah. Yeah, we don't need more of, like... Oh, I'm burning again. Great. Cool, 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 cool. Um, the, um, the patch also gets rid... Uh, or the patch also has a new reward system to encourage people to not employ the typical party of murder hobos tactic common in most Dungeons & Dragons games. I had never heard a Dungeons & Dragons team called a party of murder hobos, but that is the funniest, most yeah. true statement I've ever heard. Yeah, it's let's go around and just kill everything we come across. Yeah, so the new reward system uh, in, uh, introduces rewards for avoiding combat situations, whether in dialogue or through exploration and environmental puzzle solving, mm -hmm. which is interesting. I think I'll probably still be a murder hobo. Because like, when we were playing Divinity 2, we were like, let's kill this whole town. Uh-huh. Well, we, that's not what we said. I accidentally started a fight that made us murder the whole town. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's an accident. Uh, Wargamester says murder hobo is an old D&D term. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I want I want a murder hobo t-shirt now. There's so many t-shirts I want, you guys. We're just gonna have a whole closet full of t-shirts. Um, no, it, Models, it was literally an accident. It, it was, was like, literally oh, an accident. Oh, shoot, we attacked this person. No, I misclicked. Yeah. I pressed the, I literally pressed the wrong button, and yeah. we had to murder a whole and town because of it. And then the whole town attacked us, so we killed them all. Um, but yeah, so this this big patch, it's uh, it's making the game better, which is good for me, because I don't have 100 hours into a save file yet. Um, but if you are if you are in that save file, there are ways around it. Um, if you go to... Um, if you go to kotaku.com, they have a guide for how to keep your patch 2 save going uh -huh. uh, for as long as you want it to. Eventually, you're going to play the full real game. Uh, once it's released, you are going to have to lose that save file, unfortunately. Um, yeah. But, you know, beat the game and then start with a different class. Start with a different character. The fun thing about games yeah. like this is you can play them so differently. Oh, God, um, I'm so excited for this game. Yeah, I am as well. I am like, as well. when it when it's fully released. I, I don't... I tend not to play beta games just because I get frustrated very easily. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, Baldur's Gate 3 is like, one of those ones I'm very excited for. Yeah. Yeah, I don't play a lot of early access, but um, that's uh, that has been different since the Twitch stuff. Because now I'm like, I want to play demos. I want Like, when stuff comes out, I want to play it as soon as I can. Yeah, yeah, um, I get Phasmophobia that. is still technically an early release. Um, oh, that's uh, true. The early access. That's true. I have Although, I have a feeling Phasmophobia will never actually be released. I, no, I just, I've just, is what it is. I have a feeling, yeah, I have a feeling that they're just going to keep updating it, because, like, why release it at this point? Yeah. Everyone already owns it. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. It's not like you're going to see an uptick in sales past what you already have. Yeah. Um, yeah, Phasmophobia is in a weird place as an early access game, where it's just kind of, it's so prolific. It's, it's everyone's yeah. got it. Um, everyone, like, it's, you know, there's times when it's been in the top five on Twitch already. Oh, for sure. Um, I can't think of an early access game that actually accomplished what Phasmophobia did. Not in the same way. Especially as a single developer studio. Like, yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, that guy is laughing to the bank. I hope so. I hope he's making money. Honestly, like, yeah. he crushed it. Yeah, he did. It's a great game. I love Phasmophobia. Mm -hmm. Where I, if, um, I, I, last night even, like, I was playing Diablo 2 with Tommy Tsunami, and a bunch of people in my chat were like, we should play Phasmophobia soon. So we're gonna get a, a little quest, uh, a little team together, and we're gonna be a bunch of a party of murder hobos. In phasmophobia. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. We're gonna kill ghosts. I don't know if you can kill ghosts, but we're gonna try. Okay, I wish you all the best. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, y'all, before we go tonight, I j tonight it is eleven o'clock in the morning. It's the morning. <laughs>
Um, I want to take a quick moment. Uh, to it's a bit of a sad story, but I just want to take a quick moment to acknowledge the passing of Hugh Keys Byrne. I hope I pronounced that last name right. Um, uh, he is uh, from Mad Max Fury Road. You would know him as uh, the villain's toe cutter, and in Mad Max, or not, in, he was uh, earlier toe cutter. Brought back in Fury Road as Immortan Joe, uh, the leader of uh, the the bad guys, I guess. Um, big face mask, very, very recognizable, incredible actor, also, uh, was in Farscape. Okay. Uh, the science fiction television show. And, uh, George Miller actually loved working with him so much as Toe Cutter, uh, before Morton Joe, that he was going to make him Martian Manhunter in his, uh, Justice League movie that he was making back in the 2000s, mm -hmm. um, that, uh, unfortunately never happened. Uh, he was 73 years old, and honestly, I, I just, uh, I just wanted to acknowledge, uh, his passing, because he is an incredible actor. Uh, and Morton Joe especially was just a remarkable, remarkable performance yeah. um, that uh, was iconic in an instant way. You know, that movie's not very old, and yet that performance already feels uh, iconic. Yeah. Um, he's an iconic villain now to me. And I just, um, you know, it's sad. It's, uh, we, we, we seem to be losing uh, people uh, frequently now uh, in this world. And yeah. uh, this is one that I, I, was, I, was, I was sad to see. He, he's a very, very talented actor who's been working for 50 years in the industry. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to say, uh, yeah, uh, rest in peace uh, and to all of his friends, family, and loved ones, uh, you, we're thinking about you today. Because um, yeah. uh, the dude was kind of a legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he definitely, you know, made a name for himself mm -hmm. um, and has a really wonderful legacy to leave behind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, uh, stay crunk. That's from the movie. They, okay. They shoot their mouths with yep. spray paint. The movie's insane. It's so good. Yeah. It's something. It really is so good. It's we gotta watch it again, I think. Yeah, we should. It's been it's been a long enough that I'm like, I I wanna I wanna do that again. We should do we should do all of the Mad Maxes, because that's the only yeah. Mad Max you've seen, right? That's the only one I've seen. So we should do Thunderdome as uh, one of the Clarus catch up Clarus episodes. Great. For our new podcast that's coming out soon. <laughs> Soon. Yeah. Soon. We're, 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 we're going to get that to you all very quickly. Soon. Soon. <laughs> oh, what a show. Guys, thank you for joining us for a morning yes. show. We did another one. How many of these have we done now? Like 52? 54? I think this is 54. Uh, yeah? Wow. Sounds about right. I wow. don't know. I don't know. Wow. Um, 54, maybe. I can't count. You know what? We would have to go back and look. We would literally I actually have to go back am not sure. I'm sure there's all. a way I could figure Because I could just go into the YouTube and see how many videos are in that playlist. Oh, yeah, yeah, for That'd sure. It would be easy to find out. For sure. We just haven't looked. We just haven't looked. Because we just do this every day. Yeah. No, I love it. <laughs> um, Y'all, thank you. It, it's so fun starting our days with you. Mm -hmm. Especially right now because we're in like a hard quarantine. We're not allowed to leave the apartment because of my trip to New York. Yeah. Um, and so we are, um, we don't see anyone. We're all, we're all by ourselves. Yeah, it's just us. <laughs> um, uh, Hamitators wants us to celebrate the 69th show. I don't know how we're going to do that. Is Christmas, Christmas is a Thursday, right? No. Friday. Friday, okay, okay. I think. Because our 69th show will be a Thursday. Um. Yeah, no, it's Friday. Oh, okay. So Christmas Eve might be our 69th show. Not if today is our 50... Well, 
Math. I numbers. We'll figure Math. it out later. The sixty nine show will be on Patreon. Mm. <laughs> even even Patreon, we couldn't get away with that Rebel Trooper. Um. Yeah, I don't think that's what Patreon is for. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. Yeah. Yeah. OnlyFans, then. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, yeah. For our 69th show, we will start an OnlyFans account. Sounds good. You can put your Ron Burgundy on there. <laughs> It'll be great. I'm going to start an OnlyFans account that is not nude at all. It's that is, like, Ron the Burgundy. most clothed. In fact, it's actually just every photo I get more clothed. Until I'm wearing, like, 97 sweaters. Great. Let's I can't do move it. my arms. You have to, like, peel them off of me one by one. It takes us an hour to get out of it. Oh, my God. Mustache ride with Ron Burgundy. Exactly, Richard Simpson. Oh, God, I hate that. Um, David is going to be streaming later today. I am. I will see you all. I, I make it on early, um, but I, I, at the latest, I'll be on by 3 o'clock. We're playing some Valhalla. Yeah. Um, because I'm obsessed with that game, and I want to get as far into it as I can before Cyberpunk comes out next week. Because I'm worried about my health after Cyberpunk comes out. Yeah. I'm concerned for myself. I'll just periodically bring you snacks and water. Yeah. I yeah, got yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you'll be on on Saturday for Skyrim Saturday. Yes, Skyrim yeah. Saturday. We yeah. finally learned how to summon an undead army. So, like, you know, come check that out because it's pretty badass. And for all our patrons, keep your eyes peeled for our November highlights videos. Those are going to be going up in the Patreon um, either tonight or tomorrow. Uh, yeah. And then those are going to go live on the weekend uh, with our streams. Um, Y'all, uh, just so you know, Star Wars Sunday this week, I am playing Fortnite for the first time. I've never... I've played, like, two rounds of Fortnite. But I'm going to be doing a Fortnite stream because this season of Fortnite is Star Wars. And so I'm going to be checking out the Star Wars content. Yeah. And I'm probably going to be having some opinions about Fortnite. So come check that out. Because, That'd be fun. Um, I don't know how I'm going to feel about it yet. Fair. I'm not one of those people who hates things because other people hate things. Yeah. I'm more than willing to love something that everyone else hates. Look yeah. at um, The Last Jedi. Um, yeah. That's a lie. A lot of people like The Last Jedi. They're wrong. But, um... Uh... <laughs> Let's not, we can't, we can't get into it now. It's the end of the show. <laughs> I know, I know, we don't have time. Um, uh, but yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna try Fortnite for myself. And I'm very, I'm very curious to see if I like it or not. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, I might try a little bit off stream, so I'm not totally, so that I like, don't spend You're the entire learning. stream being like, how does, how does the buttons work? Yeah. Watch, watch a button. That, hey you know what, that, that's fair. <laughs> There's games where I boot up to play on stream and I'm like, does anyone know how to jump? Mm -hmm. Can't figure out how to jump. Yeah, I, I feel that. <laughs> I'm also notorious for skipping through the tutorials at the beginning. Same. Especially if I'm on stream. Because I'm like, oh, this is boring. I wanna, This is boring. Like... And then I'm like, wait, how, well, how do I do this thing? And, the, yeah. and my chat is like, if you had read the freaking text on screen, David. If you had read it. Yeah. I don't know what these hands are. That is definitely me. And uh, Twitch Sings next Sunday. Twitch Sings next Sunday. Y'all, thank you so much for being here. This has been a fun show. Yes. My name is David Webb. I'm Arielle Edwards. Do something nerdy tonight. Bye-bye.